Hi, my name is Emily. Welcome to Seuss Creek, where I talk about Pacey and Joey as a couple and as individuals. My name is Emily. I will be your host for this podcast. And this week we are talking about Season 1, Episode 10, Double Date. And I'm really excited about this episode because I feel like there's a lot of good things that happen in this episode. Not only as a couple, but really as individuals. Because there's so much going on between the two at the moment. And I feel like when you put it together, it's just a lot of good things happening. So I'm really excited to get into this episode. Before I get started, let me say a few things. First of all, these are all my opinions. Second of all, if you have not followed my Instagram, go follow it. It's called Winter Potter. Or you can follow my other Instagram. It's Pacey Witter Episodes. And I created this, I, I created both of these accounts to talk about my love for Dawson's Creek. And I feel like it's a lot of fun to get on there and talk about it and just sit back and watch people interact with it. And that's what I like to do with this podcast as well. And this podcast is for people who like me, who do not have any friends that like Dawson's Creek and it's for the people who really need someone to talk about and second of all if you have not followed my newsletter it will be down below the newsletter is for people who like this podcast and they want to stay updated and if there's a week that maybe one day I can't do it then it will be up there and it'll give you guys updates on the newsletter updates on what's happening on the podcast and I think it'll be a lot of fun one day, I'm going to make games on there. I don't really know. It'll, it'll be fun eventually. And lastly, I would like to say thank you for listening. And if you would like to subscribe on the YouTube channel, definitely go subscribe there. And if you are listening to YouTube and you'd like to listen on a different platform, you can. It's on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast. Once I listened on, like, one time I was looking at my podcast and it was on like listen notes and I'm like, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. But um, yeah. Without further ado, let's get into this episode. This episode is called Double Date. It came out on April 28th, 1998. There are five scenes of Pacey, two scenes of Joey, and nine scenes of Pacey and Joey together. The first thing that we see is in Dawson's bedroom. We hear Dawson say, as he's walking in around his room, You realize it's been two weeks since Jen and I broke up. Not once has she made an effort to get back together. Spend some time, maybe go to the movies. Do you think it's odd? Because I think, because it seems a little odd to me. And Joey, sitting on his bed, says, Dawson, you are aware that she broke up with you, right? Good point, Joey. Okay, first of all, can we talk about the fact that Dawson thought that Jen was going to just go out there and go to the movies with him? Because that is such a me thing to say. And then Dawson's reply to this is, of course, while grinding his teeth. It's just, there is a certain way to handle these things. And, you know, I thought, I thought Jen would hold herself to that standard. 
And my thoughts to that was, what kind of standards, Dawson, do you think this woman had? And Joey's reply to this is, look, Dawson, you don't sound like a guy who is disappointed in Jen's breakup etiquette. You sound like a guy who can't face reality that it is over. Yes, Joey, and I think Joey in this scene really kind of, it shows what the difference between her and Dawson is with breakups. And I think this is very important for later. And then Dawson closes his eyes and flops on the bed. And Joey looks annoyed at this, kind of like, why do I bother? Joey then says, you know, not to be harsh, as she lays down next to him. And she says, you can't live in the past. You have to start preparing your life after Jen. Dawson then says, something tells me that Joey has a theory. Joey then gets up by saying, Okay, there are three main areas to focus on. Dawson then gets up as Joey starts walking to the other side of the bed. First, public predicate, and sits on the bed. Dawson says, such as, Joey then says, well, and lifts her hand up. From now on to the end of semester, you will be, the no you will be known as the guy Jen dropped Jen dropped. Most girls will view as a tank. Good. Tank good. Of course there will of course there will feel incredibly sorry for you and give you the certain kind of sympathy. And then raises her eyebrows. Avoid them. Dawson then kinda lets out a chuckle and says, That's an easy enough that's easy enough. What's next? Joey then says, other guys, and Dawson asks, other guys? Joey says, look, Dawson, you have to prepare for the possibility that Jen will be begin dating again. Joey then rolling her eyes while saying, see, seeing her around school with her new boyfriend, then looks at the window, watching her from this very window as she paused quiverly at her garden gate, accepts a goodnight kiss from a, a guy you feel physically Interactory superior in every way you can't possibly, and then Dawson cuts her off. But can we talk about how Joey just went on this whole rant about how like he's gonna see her from the window and talk about like I love how Dawson's like okay Joe I get the point what is what's the third thing but I love how like she's just imagining this happening and I can't tell why she got into this whole rant of that. And then Joey then shakes her head as she says you and Jen. And Dawson says, me and Jen. And she says, uh-huh. I mean, what conversation the co what conversation that, quite frankly, I'm surprised you haven't had? You know, she'll ask you if you think the two of you can be friends because she'd really like that. And you say, and Dawson has this book blank look on his face. And just Joey says, and you say, and she sees that Dawson doesn't know doesn't know what she says and she says with a smile on her face come on Dawson you have to say it. you have to have an answer and you say Dawson looks at her and says I don't I don't know and Dawson gets up from the bed as Joey stares at him I want to be her friend Joey gives him a strange look as he says then then again I don't I mean how can you simply be friends with someone when you simply look at them and all you think about is how much more you want, really want them. 
Joey just stares at him with this smile, like, I'm doing that, like, I'm doing that right now. And she smiles and shakes her head while saying, Well, you know, Dawson, I'm not an expert on this, but, uh, I think it can be done. And the two are quiet, and Dawson stares in his face, but Joey lo looks more like glares over him. And I think this is an important scene, because it kind of still shows the status of Joey and Dawson's relationship. I mean, Dawson's still trying to go after Joe. Uh, Dawson's still trying to go after Jen, while Joey's still trying to go after Dawson. And it's kind of sad that Joey put so much effort into listening to Dawson when she was right there the whole time just trying to figure out what was happening. Then we see scene one of Pacey. We then see Pacey and Dawson sitting in the lab and we hear Pacey say, So she asked you if you can be your friend. What did you say? And this actually was Dawson and Pacey talking about Jen and Dawson just catch you up if you haven't seen this episode in a while. Dawson says, I didn't say anything. Really, I just stared at her and t and I then I told her I needed some time to think about it. And Pacey says, that's okay, Dawson. We got some work to do, but I think we can we can salvage this. What are you talking about? And Pacey nervously laughs while saying, well, just between you and me, you have no interest in simply being Jen's friend. This is why I love Pacey so much, because he automatically knew how to handle the situation. Well, I mean, like, there was a total difference between how Pacey and Joey were talking about the situation. And I love how Joey was like, you have to be your friend. And then Pacey's over here like, absolutely not. And then we see a zoom in a pa Dawson's face as Pacey says, I mean, you're carrying around this torture that has no hope in extinguishing it anytime soon, correct? And Dawson says, yeah. Pacey says, the last person he who needs to know this entire flame is Jen. What your purpose here is to let her know that it's completely over. It's yesterday's news. That's the quickest, quickest way to the ultimate goal of getting Jen back. And Dawson says, how do I do that? And then we see this girl, Mary Beth, come over, and she tells Dawson that she heard they were getting their midterms back, and Dawson goes, yeah, can't wait. Pacey is just smiling like an idiot to Mary Beth, who just kind of looks at him a little bit uncomfortable, and he braces her eyebrows at her. I love that scene so much. I don't know what it was. It just makes me laugh every single time I see it. And Pacey says, now... Okay, upgrading to upgrading Jen to girlfriend status is really to really to prob to tag. But the first thing you need to do is to let her know you are completely cool with the idea of being her friend. Okay, we can see Dawson in deep thought, probably thinking I can never do that. <laughs> he looks over at Pacey, and who continues talking. Okay, the quicker you utter some sort of difference, the special, the less special she's going to feel. And the less special she's going to feel, the more quicker she's going to create this very special feeling of Dawson's great girlfriend. Pacey, what, what logic is that? <laughs> that 
never heard of that logic before. I'm just gonna let that slide. Yes, he can. And then we hear the bell ring, and Pacey says, Okay, the feeling that is is not included in the friendship packet. And Dawson says with a small smile, I can do that. So what's the second thing? And Pacey says, Slow down, my friend. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Again, I love the difference between Joey and Pacey in the scene. Because <laughs> Joey was like, Here are all the three things that you need to do. And Pacey was like, well, here are the two things that you, here's the two things that you do, but I'm not going to tell you the second thing because you need to not get ahead of yourself because you need to focus on the first thing. It's like the one thing at a time. And then we hear the teachers say, Okay, rumor is true. You will be getting your midterms back today. Good news is most of you did quite well. But before I hand, hand them back, I would like to see the following people after class. Those people are Pacey Wetter. Well, I guess that's it. And I I never really like this scene because it's kind of one of those feelings where, like, you know how Pacey's feeling at this moment. Because Pacey's face in this looks so concerned. And then, well, we can see Mary Beth smiling at him in the background. She's either smiling at Dawson or smiling at him, and it's kind of funny. And then he looks at Dawson, and Dawson gives him this quote that kind of reminds me of the time that he shook his head at Joey in episode 2. Which is kind of really sad, but I really do feel like this scene really does kind of show how Pacey's doing at school. Especially the next scene. Then we see scene 2 of Pacey. We then see Pacey and his prime numbers again, which is 32 equals F see me. This, and the paper uncovers to see his teacher's face sitting at the desk, and his teacher says, Look, Pacey, I know you're a bright kid. And Pacey scoffs while the teacher continues, You know what I did the first thing? You know what I did first thing after grading your exam? And Pacey said, Stop laughing. We then see the teacher's arms fold and said, I went to the guidance counselor and looked at your summarized test stores. You have an attitude for the to this stuff. We then see Pacey sitting there in shame as the teacher continues talking. So when so when a student who is barely bright makes a 32 on my midterm, you know whose fault that is? And Pacey says, Pacey makes a face as he asks, yours? And the teacher as he's walking over to Pacey says, of course not. It's utterly yours. Look, maybe my Maybe marine biology isn't your thing. Alright, fine. I'm not offended. But I am going to make an offer but I highly, that I highly recommend you accept. I want you to complete an extra credit project for me. Show me that you understand everything that we are learning and I will, I will pass you. Okay. Here's my first thought on this. Like, I know what he's trying to say and I get that. But if Pacey doesn't understand the assignment, how does the teacher expect him to do a project? Because that never makes sense to me. Like, for me, chemistry was a big thing. Or in, I had to take biology, and I'm surprised that they have to take marine biology. Because I didn't have to take that. I just have to take, um, oh, I'm done with science now. I had to take biology, physical science, and chemistry. And that was it. I don't know what I would have to take after chemistry if I did continue but anyway 
My whole point in that was, I hate it when they're like, do this assignment and it will help you, or redo a test and it will and then show me that you understand. I'm like, I didn't understand the first time. <laughs> we then see Pacey smiling and laughing as he says, sure, what do I have to do? And the teacher says, first we have to wait for a student of mine in my sixth period class to arrive. And then we see Pacey smiling as he said, great, another rocket scientist, I presume. And the teacher goes, and then I'm going to assign a project that the two of you will work on after school and free periods. I'm surprised that they have free periods. I mean, I have a free period. It's called, um, we call it stripes. When I was in middle school, we used to have, like, these free periods, and it was called Bobcat Zones. And basically, during those periods, you would go to whatever class you need, or, like, yeah. In middle school, you would go to whatever class you need, but in high school, you would go to, like, the cafeteria or the auditorium if you don't have any class. And it's, it was kind of, like, my favorite class, but at the same time, it's so stressful, because you never know if you're going to get in or not. But I believe it's every day from Monday to Thursday. It's been a while since I did that, so I don't really know. Then see Pacey and Joey scene one. I'm really excited about this. <laughs> then we hear Joey say, Hi, Dr. M. And we, Pacey looks back at her confused, and I think at this moment he was kind of knew that Joey was his lab partner because he looks back kind of confused, and then he gives this look. <laughs> I love it so much. And then Joey says, Oh, I can come back when you're done. And But Dr. Ram says, No, 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 you're right on schedule, Joey. I'd like to meet your new lab partner. And Joey looks at Pacey and says, Him? And then Pacey, go, and his, Pacey, his voice in this goes very high. And he says, Her? Dr. Ram, I would like to launch a protest. You never told me. I would be working with the control freak. And then Joey says, yeah, and you never told me my grade depended on some, and her eyes go wide, redeem under the retriever. And their teacher goes, well, I see there's no introduction necessary. And Joey then does this fake smile while Pacey just stares at the teacher. And then Joey glares at Pacey while Pacey sighs and looks Size and Joey looks up this scene. He goes, Him? Her? <laughs> that's that's what makes me so happy about this scene. And it also kind of like, it's the first scene that we see that, well, not really at the same time. Then we see scene three of Pacey. We then see Pacey and Dawson at the cafeteria and we hear Pacey say, It's not really all that bad, Dawson. Remember how I told you, told you, you two were getting told you getting back was a two two part process and Dawson says yeah and Pacey says well this is the second part and by the way in case you haven't seen this episode or anything this happens that Dawson and Mary Beth are going on a double date with Jen and Cliff how is this any of a good idea I will know not I will not know and even Dawson then says what hum humili humiliating myself at amusement part and Pacey pays for his meal as he says, No, man, dating other woman. Right, right, this is your chance. And then, thanks to lunch lady. I just like how he thanks the lunch lady, because I think that's very nice. To 
And then he says, to let Jen see you in action with other girls. Now, I will admit that going on a double date with your assistant advice for your lead, high risk reward, this could be the exact thing you've been living for. And Dawson then says, it's step for one thing. And Pacey says, what's that? Like, your opinion for Saturday is a disappointment fan fiction. <sighs> this, that whole line that Dawson just said made me so mad because I'm like, Dawson, you did this to yourself. Why are you putting the blame on Pacey right now? And then Pacey chilly sa says, that's not a problem. I mean, it's kind of short notice, but there's a lot of young women who, who would be, who would give up their uneventful plans to be with Dawson Larry. All right, um, Pacey, I wouldn't. <laughs> And then Dawson just gives him a look like, have you lost your mind? Well, Pacey accepts his juice. And Pacey then says, someone, and then Pacey then sees someone, and he goes, in fact, I have the person candidate right there. And then we see who Pacey is pointing to, which is Mary Beth. We then see scene two of Pacey and Joey. We then see Joey looking into a fish tank, and Pacey, who is sitting there behind her, says, Boy, is this fascinating. And Joey sighs as she looks over at Pacey and says, I'm sorry, there's no cartoon to be to be more interesting for you, Pacey. I love how she just automatically knew, like, cartoons were his thing. <laughs> and Pacey smiles and laughs as she continues. But it's not supposed to be fascinating. It's supposed to be designed it's designed to be educational. And Pacey... Okay, can I talk about how Pacey is sitting? Like, he was sitting with his feet out and his arms, like, wrapped around the table. And I just think it was so funny to me how he was sitting and then goes, Well, thank you, Dr. Sundle. You have, you know, refresh my memory as to why we are here again. I love Joy's answer to this because she looks annoyed and she says, We are observing the reproduction process of particle snails. Dr. Ram said that they will reproduce more when they are happy, so by verifying the contents of the tank, we are termed in which factor are most con conceived to reproduction. And Pacey was entertained by this whole rant and he goes, why didn't you just say that? Buy them a couple... And then he, he pauses for a few seconds and then goes, Buy them a couple drinks, turn off the lights, and just come back in a couple days. And Joey, annoyed, puts her pen down and starts walking as she says, You never failed me. You never failed to disappoint me, do you, Pacey? Can I just... Can I just tell you what this reminds me of for a few seconds? It reminds me of an episode, I believe it's season se season 3, episode 17, where Pacey buys her the wall, and Joey says, You never failed to amaze me, Pacey. And I love how there's a difference between season 1 and season 3 with this relationship, but... Uh, that just reminds me of that, and I posted on Instagram. Now, when you see it, it's gonna be like a week from now. But it was my whole thoughts on that. So if you like to see my thoughts on that, there you go. 
And she continues by saying, I mean, why did I actually think that the real province of repeating my repeating my marine biology next summer might cause you to take this project seriously. And Pacey, with his eyes frowned together, says, Please, summer summer school? And uh, Dawson uh, and Joey says, Yeah. And Pacey, Pacey, la and Pacey laughs as he's moving to, towards her and says, and she's sitting down at this point, and he says, that will never happen. Only, moron go to, only morons go to summer school. And Joey then turns to him as he sits down and says, yeah, well, the last time I checked, you're, you're pulling a Steph minor, so without this extra credit project, Pacey, I'm well certain that your grade will not only place you squarely along with the morons, but you may be the, may be the leader. And I love how in this part, it was them two sitting together, and Joey and Pacey look a little bit too close in this scene, but I love how Joey just points at him like she's calling him a moron, and he just stares at her the whole time. Scene 3 of Pacey and Joey. We then see Pacey and Joey the next day, with Joey yelling at Pacey by saying as he's sticking the snails out, It was your responsibility last night to check on the snails, and now look at them. They're dead. Their shells are completely empty. And then Pacey says, I know, I'm sorry, I really am. We then see Joey running her hands through her hair and starts to yell at him again. This is ridiculous. I mean, yesterday we had a science project, and today we have two-thirds of a charm bracelet. And then we see Pacey struggling to get the snail out, and Joey looks disappointed at him for, like, a quick second. And then she digs, to, digs it out with her hands while glaring at him. And then she says, Look, I am going to tell Dr. Ram that this experiment within an experiment just isn't going to work out. And Pacey nervously says, Hey, before you go run off to Dr. Ram, there is an exclamation for this. And Joey narrows her eyes at him as he says, there is, alright? You know how this experiment was all about seeing which environment was the best for these snails, right? And Joey, still looking at him with her lips pursed, doesn't say anything as Pacey says. So I did come in here so I did come in last night and I was watching the snails and watching the snails and there was nothing happening, so I added some food. Then Pacey starts to walk around as he continues, and I added some water and I add, and and there was nothing happening in there. So I thought maybe the problem wasn't the environment. Then he holds up one of the snails and says, Maybe these snails just don't like each other. They like each other, right? And Joey shakes her head as he says, Maybe they just need some loosening up a little. And then Joey says, Or like yells. See, I told you yesterday, problem... Problem in snails are single sex and they don't need another organism to reproduce. And Pacey says, Right, I would have remembered that if I actually listened to you when you talked to me. <laughs> They're fighting like an old couple, like let's admit here. I'm like reading like reading what they have to say and I just have to say they are fighting like an old couple on this scene and it's so funny to me because I love how much Pacey and Joey were just like, this is my problem, this is my problem. Joey's just like, are you kidding me? You are an idiot. 
And Pacey continues by saying, But I just thought maybe snails are just like guys, and their ultimate fantasy is to be with two female snails at the same time. That's what this project just needed to get moving along. And I love this scene of Joey because she does this very fake smile at Pacey as she puts her hand on her hips and says, Let me get this straight. You tried to create some sort of snail melange of trio. And then Pacey, being my spirit animal, says, Well, it sounds stupid when you say it out loud. <laughs> Me too, Pacey. Me too. And then he then turns over to the snails boss saying, I just saw this really pretty snail in its tank. And we see Joey's face just about, just like she's about to snap. And then he continues by saying, over by the window. And I don't know, last night, it just seemed really brilliant. Poor Pacey. Like, he honestly thought this was going to work. And Joey just thinks he's an idiot right here. And then Joey puts her hand on his chest while saying, let me throw you on, on something here. And then walking while pointing over to the snails. You know those pretty little snails over by the windows? The... Those are what you call carnival snails. And do you know what carnival snails eat? And then Pacey, and then we see this blank look on Pacey's face as he realizes what he has done and says other snails. And then Joey panics again while saying, other snails, other snails such as our snails, such as the snails we are desperately relying on um, for our remaining biology grades. And then Joey, and then Pacey calmly then says, Okay, I'm sorry, okay? I know how important this project is for you. And then Joey looks at him like, You too? And Pacey says to us, and then takes a breath, Whatever I need to do, okay? However I can make this up to you, Joey. And Joey just shakes his head at him. Okay, so this is my favorite part of this whole scene right here. I really love how Pacey says whatever I can do to make this up to you. And it shows from the very beginning, Pacey just was really, really caring about Joey's feelings. Like, I feel like it was something, somebody else who may say the same thing. But I really feel like since it was Joey and they weren't... So, in this episode, they're supposed to seem like mortal enemies. But I think really, in honesty here, I think Pacey loved loved or liked Joey. You've heard me say this before. Several, several times before this. And and Joey just really hated him. And I feel like when you put these two things together, it kind of shows how, at this moment, Joey was really disappointed at Pacey for not getting the snails together and for not doing it correctly, while Pacey honestly just wanted to make it up to her because he thought he was being, like, very smart at this, while Joey just thought he was a moron. And I love how Pacey just tries to calm her down. He's just listening to her. And it kind of shows how even, like, from the very beginning, Pacey was just doing the same thing that he was doing before. And the same thing that he was doing before they were even dating. Like, before they were even, like, together as a thing. And I feel like, in a lot of ways, this just shows who Pacey and Joey were as a couple and as individuals. Then we see scene two of Joey. We then see... 
We then see Joey walking with Dawson to her house as she says, I'm disappointed in you, Dawson. It's obvious you were trying to get use Mary Beth to make Jen jealous. And Dawson says, I know, you think I don't know that, Joey? I'm filled with the guilt of the worst kind. That kind that preys upon an innocent girl who has a crush on you and you were you, you convinced to go out with you for my own personal gain. And Joey then says, well, well, if you know that, then don't do it. Just call her up and say you have to wash your, you have to stay in or wash your hair or something. I love how she says wash your hair. And then Joey takes the net as he tells her he can't. It's just, you know, I if I'm, if I'm really the guy, if I'm really the person I thought I was, I would have no conversational. I would have enough condescension for Mary Beth's feelings and cancel the state, but, uh, I don't. And then there's a silent as Dawson turns around while Joey gets to things, as Dawson says, I just don't feel it myself lately, you know? Dawson, we are aware of that. I don't understand how Dawson was, like, in the show they're trying to make him, like, self-aware. And I'm the same way. But at the same time, I'm like, Dawson, aren't you aware of your feelings that she doesn't like you and you should move on from it? But at the same time, I'm like, me too, Dawson. That's the same feeling that I have. But he's just so dramatic in the scene, and I love it, but I hate it at the same time. And then we see Joey staring as she carries a bucket, and Dawson changes the subject and says, Anyway, Pacey said I should look at, look at this as an opportunity. And Joey says... Wait a second. You're taking romantic advice from a guy who tried to get three snails to to see with each other, to sleep with each other. And I love how Joey's really shocked by this because, of course, Dawson's going to take advice from this. And she just rolls her eyes as she says this. And Dawson laughs a little as he says, Yeah, when you put it that way. And Joey says, Look, Dawson. Your little department into jerkiness is understandable, perhaps, but it isn't something you should be proud of. Just promise me you won't make a habit out of it. And Dawson says, Joe, I promise. And, of course, he's going to be like a jerk for, like, the next five seasons. And then Joey sits down the bucket and just stares at him. And Joey then says, besides Dustin, Besides desperate current evidence to the contrary, you're one of the good ones, Dawson. <laughs> Though he isn't. <laughs> the other side is prob probably enough. Trust me. And I think when she says trust me, she's like more like Pacey and all this. But honestly, Pacey was not that bad. And there was a lot of scenes in this episode that proves that he's not bad. And we have seen several episodes where he's not that bad. And I just wish that Joey could see them right now because Dawson's not one of the good ones. Dawson then says with a small smile, All things considered, I really wish I was taking you with me. How would that end up well? Like, can you someone tell me how Dawson thought that would end up well if he took Joey? I mean, there was a lot of, like, I could see how that would, but at the same time, I'm like, Dawson... We all know how that's going to end up. And that's not... I mean, if you're planning on getting a double date with Jen and Cliff, 
that was already like a moron idea but like when you put joey it's just moronic joey then gives him a small smile and then walks down the stairs and then says all things considered i and nods her head i kind of wish you were you were too and then she shrugs and Dawson gives her a small smile. And then we hear a Pacey's horn as he yells out the window. Come on, Jolly, let's get a move on. And I love this part so much because it kind of shows the whole dynamic of all three of their relationship for a little bit there. Where it's Dawson, Joey, and Pacey. And how Pacey just, like, interrupts this intimate well, this intimate moment right there. And he just, like, honks his horn. And then Joey signs and says to Dawson, I see my devious lab partner has arrived. And she grabs her bag as she explains, Pacey graciously volunteered to transport me to a tidal pool so we can find a suitable replacement for replacement snows. And then... We kind of see see a zoom in of Dawson's face as he looks annoyed and we hear Joey say, see ya. We then see scene four of, yeah, we then see scene four of Pacey and Joey. We then see Pacey say as he's rowing the boat like a gentleman that he is, he says, I, I often regret Partying for all the snails as one of our more underrated ways to spend Swan's evening. And Joey says, You know, despite what you think, it's not my first choice of spending my Saturday afternoon either. But then again, I wasn't the one who tried to turn an aquarium into a playhouse retreat, now was I? And Joey then does the sassy head nod and we see Pacey continue to row the boat and say nothing till he pauses a little and says, Actually, Joey, I've been really curious about something. And then we see him still rowing the boat and says, I thought you were this great student, so, uh... And we see Joey's face drop a little as he continues to say, What happened on to you on this midterm, huh? We then hear Joey let out this breathless laugh, and she says, What do you think? What do you mean, what happened? And Pacey then asks, well, what grade did you get? I mean, was it a master failure like mine, or was it just one of those air misses? I'm dying to know. And Joey then looks the other way as she says, you know what, we're almost there. We don't have a lot of time. Let's just save the chit-chat for later, okay? Then we hear Pacey give out this breathless laugh. And we then see my cover art of Tracy's Creek and they're rowing the boat and off into, and I think this sunset, off into the sunset. And I think this scene is just so beautiful. <laughs> and no one can convince me otherwise that this scene describes Tracy's Creek right here. See scene five of Pacey and Joey. We then see Pacey searching for snails and we see Pacey pulling his hand together as Joey says, All right, Pacey, the water is getting high, so we probably... But then she turns around and she gives this voice that we probably all know. And she goes, Pacey. And Pacey says, What? And Joey says, Please tell me the boat... Please tell me that you tied up our boat and the one that floating downstream was in ours. 
and then we see this very pause and there's just music goes dun, dun. and then Pacey then looks back as he is looking at the boat that is floating away and he says I tied her boat up and the one that floating that's floating downstream is in ours and he does this smile as Joey does this annoying side and she's like great <laughs> I love this scene so much because it just describes Pacey and Joey fully at this moment just Joey annoyed with him and Pacey just very sarcastic back we then see scene 6 of Pacey and Joey we then see Pacey at Pacey and Joey walking in the w water, and Pacey says, Look, it's no big deal. The boat will wash to shore eventually. And then Joey says, Believe it or not, Pacey, the, the boat is... Believe it or not, the boat isn't my worst concern right now. You know, I should have known what you did to our snails that I would be, wouldn't be far behind. And they're just... <laughs> I love this scene so much because they're just like going into the water and she's like I wouldn't be far behind she almost falls into the water and Pacey like the gentleman that he is he tries to help her up but Joey just like tries to like hit him a little bit and <laughs> she points out the water is freezing she's like it's freezing in here and again I just love the fact that Pacey tries to help her in this scene it always gets me laughing because that was the first thing I noticed when I watched this episode for the first time was how much he really was trying to help her out and like was being nice and Joey was just being like a complete like she was just being so mean to him most of the time which makes sense because of Joey's personality but I just I love this scene so much and then he says it's just a little cold water alright you're going to survive it it is a predict that I made with all the drool at this point and then Joey says oh clever you know how, thinking of survival, I thought creatures with our level went extinct a few years back. And Pacey scoffs as he says, You know, it's amazing, a personality like yours, and you still can't get any dates. And Joey then roasts him back by saying, Even more amazing, a, a personality like yours, and you can. <laughs> Joey... Are you talking about the 36-year-old woman <laughs> But in all honesty, you guys, like, I love this because they didn't have no clue of that. Pacey had no clue that he was going to fall for Joey even harder than he did before. And Joey didn't know that this guy was standing right there as, they were, as she was glaring at him and they were continuing to walk away was actually going to be her boyfriend eventually. It's so funny to me how that works. Like, you can hate someone deeply, but you can have, like, this amazing, like, passion for them later. Passion. That's the right word to use. <laughs> then we see scene 7 of Pacey and Joey. We then see Pacey and Joey run off to the creek and go into the truck. And I love this scene so much because this goes back to what I was saying. Pacey really does care for Joey because he says... We'll get some dry clothes when we get to, over to your house right now. And then takes the blanket out of the car and tells Joey to change into this. Are we not going to tell about how sweet that was? Like, it's a little bit weird because I'm like, first of all, how far away is the house? But second of all, I'm like, it's kind of cute that his first reaction to this was to 
tell her to change into the blanket. And Joey puts in that into the truck and then realizes what he's talking about. And she says, a blanket? You want me to change into that? And Pacey says, yeah, take off your wet clothes and wrap it around you just like I'm going to do. And I love how Pacey has to clarify that he's going to do the same thing. It's not like they were going to do anything. Like, it wasn't in his mind whatsoever. But it goes to Joey and says, wait a second, you want me to get naked? And then Joey... And then Pacey looks kind of grossed out and says, Please, this is not for my enjoyment, and so you won't get sick. But if you have your heart set on ammonia, then feel free. And it's just generally that he does not want her to get sick. Like, I find that so sweet. And I kind of wonder what would happen if she did get sick. Like, would he, <laughs> would he be like, I told you so? And it's just... I really find that really sweet. Like, in all honesty, I don't think any guy would actually do that. And Joey then glares at him and takes the blanket while saying, fine. The two then go on to opposite sides. <laughs> Joey on the left side, Pacey on the right side. And then Pacey then points at her and says, no peeking. <laughs> Such a child thing to say. And Joey glares at him and says, oh yeah, the idea of seeing you in seeing you in your birthday suit is really my idea through um <laughs> three three seasons later three seasons later they do the deed or really yeah yeah <laughs> and i made this tiktok one time i feel like such a team to say in this where it was like uh joey saying that and then it was like her doing the deed with pacey later and i find this so funny that it's just one of those things that you never realize what's gonna happen until like you really settle in on the thought like she had no clue that this was gonna be her future husband her future everything and it was funny to me because i saw this comment on instagram like a day like a few days ago and it was someone saying that pacey and Julie were gonna get divorced and the show was out and my first of all the show was fake so they're not getting a divorce. And even though Kevin Williams said, said they were going to get a divorce, absolutely not. Like, that's that never happened in TV land. I never saw Josh, uh, I never saw Joshua Jackson play Pacey as him getting divorced. And I never saw Katie Holmes playing her getting divorced by Pacey. So that never happened in my mind. So in my mind, it's so funny to me how... You don't expect someone to be your quote-unquote soulmate. But they, I feel like there are different types of soulmates. And I was trying to explain this to someone this the other day. Like, I don't believe in, like, Dawson and Joey being quote-unquote soulmates. So they use that phrase too much. But I feel like, in another way, Joey's soulmate might have been Dawson. But it really was Pacey. Because you don't expect... A soulmate is really, like, when you don't expect it to happen and I was trying to explain this where it's like have you ever have you ever seen those like numbers on their wrist and it was a trend a few years ago where it was like a number on the wrist and you have to and it keeps showing the soulmate and then eventually you meet your soulmate and I feel like at this moment them two were really good as soulmates, but it came back to the conclusion that you don't really know who you're going to end up with. And I feel like that's such a good part, and it's such a great 
moment between them two where she's like, oh, my idea for your birthday suit doesn't got good. And then Pacey, then while changing his pants, says, you know, all, a lot of people would consider you a very lucky woman. And Joey says, many people would consider you a very deluded man. And this goes back to Castaways. Where she called him a deluded man for, for him thinking that she that he was gonna sleep with someone, and Pacey then slams his wet wet clothes in the truck bed, and changes in a blanket and says, "Okay, I'll sit over here." And then peeks at her. I love how he said no peeking and then he peeks at her, and then says, "How are you doing?" I'm sorry, I cannot say how you doing without friends from from Joey. Joey and friends, not this Joey, but how you doing? <laughs> and then Joey then says, You take one more step in this direction, I can almost guarantee you would permit disability. And Pacey makes a face and then goes, Tell you what, why don't I start the car? And Joey says, Good idea. And then we, Joey then starts to change, and then we hear the song that most of us will know because I wanna be the t-shirt and your see wanna be the tattoo and your I don't know what it is what is it okay the song is called your underwear by Brad Adams and I just want to read the lyrics for a quick second because this is this is what song's playing but I love how it is playing and they had no clue that they were going to make Pacey and Joey end up together, or at least Kevin Williamson didn't. And it goes, I want to be the t-shirt when it's wet. I want to be the shower when you sweat. I want to be a tattoo on your skin. You let let me be in your bed, baby, when you climb in here. Yeah. And then it continues by saying, like, I want to be the streets when you sleep. Let me be the secrets when you keep. I got to be the spoon to steal your cream. I want to be the one that makes you scream. Like, for these writers to not know, hold on, like, I'm generally curious, for Kevin Williams' sake, like, so the person that wrote this was John Hilmore Bedman, and it was actually another guy, but it's just funny to me how none of the writers actually knew that they were going to put Pacey and Joey together, but yet they used that song to describe what was happening in the moment. Like, you cannot tell me that there wasn't some attention over here. And second of all, I feel like in this episode, was this scene was really one of those moments where Pacey fell for Joey even harder than he did and you cannot convince me that Pacey didn't have some type of feeling for this girl before this whole episode and he claims that it was but I think in this scene this was the episode where he really like got really felt something for Joey and I feel like it's important for us to see this moment because again like the writers had no clue that they were even going to create, like, Pacey and Joey at Endgame. I think Kevin, in his mind, Kevin Williamson really thought that it was going to be Dawson and Joey. And so, for this song to describe the lyrics that I said earlier, it's funny to me because we didn't, like, we never expected that to happen. But in this moment, 
it really describes how Pacey fell for Joey. And he he's just smiling and peeking at her as she changed. And I, again, I love how he said, how if he said no peeking and then looks at her. And I think at this moment, there was some type of tension going on. But it was really one of those moments where we all kind of noticed that Pacey really liked this girl. And everyone was like, oh, like, Pacey, like, probably... I mean, there's a lot of things that could go wrong with him peeking at Joey in this episode. But in all honesty, I feel like no matter if he was peeking or not, obviously that wasn't exactly the nicest thing to do. But when he was peeking, it was honestly kind of my favorite scene in the whole season one category. Because I love how as she's about to walk in, he opens the door for her. Look a gentleman that he is. Can we just notice the things that Pacey's doing for her? <laughs> he offers to go snow hunting because he realized how much it was important to her in him. And then... We see him rowing the boat, then we see him getting the blanket so she won't get sick, and then we see him opening the door for Joey. And then we see Joey getting in, and then she looks over at Pacey and asks, what? And he smiles and says, it's nothing. And then Joey goes, what? What is that smile of yours? Is it because I look ridiculous? And Joey sh and Pacey shakes his head as he says, no. And Joey then says, or is it my misfortune as assumes of you? Is it that my mis is it that my misfortune is amuses you? Or maybe it's that you enjoy putting me in the most awkward situation and just watching me squirm, Pacey. And then Pacey says, "No, it's not at that. I just I was just thinking to myself, you know, when you listen up, you're not half bad to be around." You're borderline funny, even. I bet Pacey enjoyed her pouting about having to do the blanket thing, and that's how he finds her funny, which is kind of... <laughs> Pacey. And then we see Pacey and Joey stare at one another. And I love how Joey puts her head down and starts smiling, but that's one of my favorite things about this whole episode, is how we, like, we kind of see this moment where it, like, the both of them were honestly just smiling at one another and it was kind of like I feel like Joey needed that compliment and her hearing that compliment kind of made her look not embarrassed but more like oh like he notices me and I feel like this is the moment that Pacey thought that like there was something going on Same that we see and then we see her say oh geez Holy jeez, and then Pacey says, laughs, and then says, Yes, Miss Daisy. And they drove, and they stare at one another for a second as Pacey then drives, and the both of them were smiling as they drove away. This is the first time that we see Pacey driving the two of them together. Pacey is always driving them. It's funny to me. I think the only episode that we ever see Joey driving was episode where the episode for the late episode, the episode before prom, and the only time that we ever see Dawson driving was the one when they were going to Anne Quinn's house. That's just ironic to me. Oh, and the 
other episode that we see her driving is the episode where Pacey teach, teaches her how to drive and Dawson's trying to teach her how to drive. And then we see scene 8 of Pacey and Joey. We then see the two of them and it's nighttime and we hear Pacey say, thanks for the club, it's Joe. And then we see Joey in her bedroom and, and she says, oh, don't thank me, thank Bodie, they're his. And Pacey says, you know, Joey, we were on, we we're on dry land, and you never did answer my question. And Joey just stands there confused, and then says, "And what question was that?" <laughs> like Joey, he didn't ask you that many. And then Pacey then says, "Your midterm grade." And Joey sighs as she puts ba push box her hair, like Debbie Ryan. And then Pacey says, "Listen, I know you're embarrassed. Let me just remove the stigma." I got someone in the neighborhood with a hairy too. Prime numbers, I think. And then Joey then says, Pacey. Pacey then says, as she's, as Joey's walking into the other room, Come on, Joey, just toss it out there. And Joey then says, No. And Pacey says, No. Okay, then let me guess at it. 58. 38. 18. And then Joey turns to him and says, 98. And Pacey, well, just, his face just looks like, what? Huh? Like, he's just trying to process this. And then, kind of concerned, he says, 9-8? Which one is it? Was it a 9 or an 8? And Joey then says, both of them, okay? And it's quiet for a moment, and Joey then pushes back her hair as Pacey then folds his arm and says, okay, I assume there's a suitable answer for this right joe and pacey and then joey then says do you want an exclamation i mean look around you pacey i mean look around what my life is i mean i'm in my sister's house i share my bedroom with the living room and my social life increases with a part-time job i love how we get like this zoom of pacey actually looking at her and paying attention to her and it's one of those moments where we can actually see Pacey, like, trying to... Like, when Joey is explaining this, and I remember saying this in episode 6, when Joey and Pacey are talking, they are generally, like, listening to each other. And it's one of my favorite, favorite things about their whole relationship. And I've said this several times, pa Dawson will cut off Joey, and it kind of makes me mad several times, because I'm like... Dawson, there's no need for that. Just listen to what they have to say. But Pacey just, like, we see Pacey trying to get what she's trying to say. And then Joey continues by saying, As far as I can tell, there is only one, only two ways to make my life better. And one that doesn't involve this discovering it has been a dream it involves a college scholarship when I apply. I better have the grades that I don't, that I don't give a choice choice that I don't give them a choice to choose because a scholarship is pretty much my only way out of Cape Side. And we then we see Pacey understanding what the whole situation means and he smiles a little bit. But this goes back to a lot of um a lot of the episodes where Pacey and Joey are trying to both get out of Cape Side. And I feel like in this moment it's funny how Pacey does own a restaurant in Cape Side, and it was 
Joey's family's restaurant while Joey was like in New York and doing all this different stuff. And I always, I read this fan fiction one time, judge me how many times I say I read this fan fiction one time, where I believe it's called, it's either one it's, oh, it's called True Love, I believe, and it's on Article 3, and I read this one, and it says where she wanted to move in with Pacey, and he goes, well, you, all you wanted to do your whole life was to get out of Cape Stat, and I won't allow you to just come in and ruin that opportunity for you. And I feel like at this moment, I always wondered how Joey and Pacey went back to Cape Side. Like, I feel like Joey would go back for him, but in another way, this proves that all her life she just wanted to get out of here. And I feel like when she did get out there, it's kind of like when you want something so badly, and then you have to wait for it, and then eventually, like, that thing becomes old and you grow out of it. I feel like at this moment, she's trying so hard to get out of it, but eventually, she just kind of realizes, oh, wait, I can't grow out of it. We then see Joey say, If I don't get out of here, Pacey, I'll be a sadder story than I can imagine, okay? And Joey turns around as Pacey walks towards her and says, You don't have to worry, Joe. You're going to make it out of here. You're going to have some great school and send me postcards back here. And... Can I just say that this is exactly what I'm talking about? So, in season 5, I always say it's one of my favorite seasons because it shows how Pacey stays for Joey. And a lot of people think about episode 3 of season 4, Future Tense. Oh, I think it's episode... It's either episode 3 or episode 5 of season 4. And I feel like at that moment, it shows how Pacey stayed for Joey in season 5. But, when you look back here, he always tells her, like, you're gonna, you're gonna go to some great school and send me postcards back here. And it's one of my favorite scenes because it shows how Pacey always believed in her and how he wanted the best for her. And there are so many, so many scenes of him showing this. And I feel like... Pacey honestly knew how to handle Joey. I hate saying that, but he really did. Like, he encouraged her at this moment and told her, like, it's going to be okay. And this is why I'm convinced they need to be together. Because when you have someone like that, I was trying to explain this on my Instagram. When you have someone like this to really care for you and to really be there for you, it goes back to him renting the wall for her like he honestly wanted her passion for the wall to come out and be there for her and really understand what's happening here and no matter what Pacey always wanted the best for her like when they broke up like he generally wanted the best for her and he said that I will always love you and it's one of the one it's one of the hardest scenes to watch but when you put it together it's one of the greatest scenes to watch because it just proves that from the moment they were together in this episode to that the very last scene that we see them when they break up to season five, even in season five, he was encouraging her when the appetite disaster, I believe that's the episode called, 
where he and Joey had this scene where he was just hugging her because he wanted to comfort her and prove to her, like, this is all going to be okay. And then to the very last episode where obviously there was something that happened with Jen and Pacey comforted her. And I believe that no matter what, the whole show shows this. Even from the very beginning, we see Pacey noticing her from episode 7 to episode 10. It's just one of the main reasons why I love them, you guys. And no one can convince me otherwise. Joey gives him a look as he explains more. I'll be tending in a bar or pumping gas. Joey then says, come on, Pacey, you'll get out of here too. Circus is hiring. And Joey and Pacey both laugh. And Pacey then says, I'll tell you what, though. I will make bet. I will win it bet against that Potter girl. Like, my heart in this scene. And then Joey looks at him. And he looks at her while smiling. Like, I love how Joey just... Every single time they have, like, this moment like this, they always stare at each other. And I think it's so cute. We then see scene four of Pacey. And this is kind of like a scene four of Pacey, but it's also a little glimpse of Pacey and Joey. We then see Joey and Pacey at the carnival, and they're walking towards Dawson, who is sitting on the bench all by himself. He looks confused and then jumps up, and then he says, What are you guys doing here? And Joey then says, uh, Just checking out some... Fame excitement, and Pacey then nervously says, uh, uh, actually, I need to talk to you, Dawson. And Dawson says, okay. And Joey is just staring at the two boys as Pacey says, in private. And then we see Pacey, <laughs> we just see Pacey and Dawson looking at each other, look at Joey, who is looking down, and then raises her eyebrow while moving her legs back and forth, while Dawson says, alright. Okay. <laughs> like, Dawson, why did it not register to your brain to, like, move away instead of saying alright? And then Dawson and Pacey walk away, leaving Joey just to stand there. And Pacey then asks, how, how tonight go for you? And Dawson said, well, let me put this way. Terribly. And you? And Pacey then does this laugh and says, Not so bad, actually. Um, that's why I'm here. I'm here to talk to you about something. I gotta ask you for, for permission for something. And Dawson laughs and says, Permission? Pacey then says, Yeah, you know that Joey and I particularly never liked each other, right? That's why it seemed such a bad idea when we got stuck together on that brain bile. And... Dawson laughs a little, and Pacey continues. Funny thing, it wasn't. And somewhere, somehow, up there, I not only started disliking her, not only stopped disliking her, I actually came to sort of like her. See the zoom up of, Pace, of Dawson's face, and he asks, as a friend. And Pacey Again, there's the symbol of Pacey's face, and he said, At first. Dawson then says, At first applies that you've grown beyond the friendship stage. And Pacey then says, Good, because that's exactly what I meant. Can we, okay, let's just pause here. Can we just say, like, how much Pacey, like, the moment that he realized that he really liked this girl, he not only 
went up to Dawson, but he generally came out and said it. Like, this is what I feel, and this is why I like her. And this is why we like Pacey a little bit more than Austin, because Pacey's more... Actually, as much as they try to make Pacey more, like, in his feelings, kind of stubborn moment where Dawson just kind of says whatever he thinks, Pacey's more in tune in his feelings than Dawson is at this moment. And it's sad that it took Pacey to come out and say, I like Joey, for Dawson to realize that he liked Joey. And it's kind of lame, in my opinion. Like, Dawson, that's what you realize? And and then just laughs. Instead of supporting Pacey in this moment that he came out and said, I like Joey, he literally just laughs at him. And I think in that moment, it kind of showed Pacey and Dawson's relationship with Joey in it. Because, like Dawson, like Pacey have said, I think the episode before the last two episodes, he said, all we wanted was the same woman. And at this moment, it really does show that all they wanted was the same woman. And Pacey then, and Dawson says, you have the hots for Joey? Pacey's face looks disappointed as Dawson continues, dude. What, have you been inhaling too many lab chemicals? You and Joey are mortal enemies. Pause right here. Because I really don't think that they're mortal enemies. Like, it's, again, it's literally Joey hating on Pacey. When Pacey's just, like, kind of... Even from the very beginning, like I have said, Pacey was smiling at Joey whenever she was... Like, when she was talking trash about Jen in the very first episode, like, we saw Pacey behind her just smiling away. And I feel like when you put those scenes two together, it really shows that Pacey and Joey were not mortal enemies whatsoever. And Pacey then says, Hey, hey, do you mind keeping your voice down? This isn't actually public knowledge at this point. Because Pacey... Because Dawson was, like, screaming all of this in a lot of ways. And Dawson looks at him and he says, you're serious. And Pacey says, yeah. I don't like how Dawson thought he wasn't serious. Like, Dawson, how did you not think this man wasn't serious? And Pacey then, then Dawson looks awkward as he says, okay, you like Joey. What do you need my permission for? And this is why they love Pacey. Pacey kind of throws back his head a little and says, I don't know how to say this, but I know you two have this long torture subject together. And I just don't, and I just want to make sure if I was to do something about, like, about this, like, kiss her or whatever, I wouldn't be stepping on any toes. Pause. Pause right there, because, oh my goodness. Like, like I said, like, this is what makes me mad because, okay, let me think about this. When Pacey was trying to explain to Dawson that he liked her and money that I don't, it was this moment that he came out and said it. But when he asked permission to kiss Joey because he knew that he couldn't, that he wasn't going to step on it, like he didn't want to step on anything, it makes me mad because I think about season four, the last episode where Dawson and Joey kiss, and literally, Pacey asked permission to kiss Joey, but Dawson never even gave it a thought 
that Joey and Pacey just broke up. And that's what makes me so mad because I'm like, how do you not see that? And I love how he just comes out and says, like, I don't want to step on anything because you guys have this long torture subject together. Like, it proves that he noticed that there was so many things going on. Like, I said this in episode 7, in episode 8, and now here we are on episode 10, and it just shows that, like, when you really put those things together, Pacey always knew long ahead that there was something going on between the two, and he just didn't want to step on anything. And I feel like that was one of the greatest scenes, in my opinion, besides the truck scene of season one and whatever's happening in season thir and, <laughs> and episode 13, because there's so many things going on in this scene, and when you put those things together, it really shows how much Pacey cared for Dawson and he cared for Joey. And it's kind of sad that he had to ask permission. But in another way, it's not so sad because it really does show how much he cares for Dawson. And how much he cares for Joey. Again, like, those are the things that make up this scene so great. And then Dawson says, look, you're my friend, Joey's my friend, and I don't care who she kisses. If it's so much you, the better, you know? My two best friends, what could be better than that? And Pacey says, great. So you're cool with this? And, and Dawson says, yeah. And Pacey, smiling, goes, excellent. All right, Dawson, see you later. And Dawson then gets pat by Pacey, and he says, all right. And Dawson watches Pacey walk away and then says, no, wait, I'm not cool with this. And Pacey then turns around like, uh, as he bites his lip and then says, you're not. And Pacey, and Dawson stands there for a minute and then says, no. And I really hate this scene so much. And Pacey looks around and says, so what do we do now? And Dawson, again, just stands there and then laughs and then says, nothing, nothing. You know what? Because I'm fine with it. Full momentary laughs there. I couldn't be, I couldn't be more fine with it. Yeah, go for it. And Pacey looks in deep thoughts, and then Dawson continues by saying, Kiss her. You have my blessing. He didn't need your blessing, Dawson. He just asked to be nice. And Pacey then asks, Are you sure this time? And Dawson nods his head and says, Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. And then Pacey bites his lip again and says, Okay. And walks away, leaving. She's the one playing, and Dawson's standing there. And it goes on to this ep the song goes to this scene. It's if you have not listened to this song, it goes um I was her, she was me, we were us, we were three, and if there's somebody calling me on, she's the one and it goes I'm gonna read the song lyrics because it, this, if you have not seen this or heard this, you need to listen to this song right now. Songs. I have listened to this song so many times repeatedly, and I'm surprised I don't know the full lyrics myself, but here it goes.
I was her, she was me. We were one, we were free. And if there's somebody calling me on, she's the one. If there's somebody calling me on, she's the one. We were young, we were wrong, we were fault, fine all along. If there's somebody calling me on, she's the one. When you get to where you, you want to go and you, you know all the things you want to know, you're smiling. And when you say all the things you want to say and you know the way you want to play, yeah, you, you're so high, you'll be flying. Through the seas, you will be strong. I know we'll carry on because if there's someone calling me on, she's the one. If there's someone calling me on, she's the one. When you get the way you want to go and you know the things you want to know, you're smiling. And when you say the things you want to say and you know the way you want to say, yeah, you'll be so high, you're flying. I was her, she was me. We were one, we were free. If there's someone calling me on, she's the one, she's the one. If there's someone calling me on, she's the one, she's the one. If there's someone calling me on, she's the one, she's the one. And if there's someone calling me on, she's the one, she's the one. If there's someone calling me on, she's the one, she's the one. If there's somebody calling me on, she's the one, she's the one. Anyway, so the whole point of this was, I love this lyric where it says, um, through the sea will be strong if I know we'll carry on. And I feel like they were trying to make it where... Dawson and was kind of like moping over the fact that like oh this was my one but in all honesty like it's kind of funny that the song's called she's the one and this was the song that continues on in this scene where Pacey drives up to Joey's house to drop her off can I just say the time that Pacey is well sixth time that Pacey has been a gentleman in this episode not only has he offered to do this project with her then Roast boat, then, then makes her change the blanket. Then, does the, and like opens the door for her. Then, tells her that it's all gonna be okay, and that everything's gonna be fine. And then, asks permission from Dawson, and lastly, drops her off at home, and kisses her at the front door. Like, can we just, can we just give Pacey a round of applause here? Like. Good job, Pacey. I am proud of you. And we see Pacey say so, and then gets out of the truck and says, Am I going to have to fill another midterm, or can we do this again sometime? <laughs> so sweet. And Joey says, Well, we have to finish our report to finish. We have our report to finish. I'm pretty sure we're going to be spending a lot of time together. Come together. And then Pacey then says, Actually, that's not what I was talking about, Joey. And then Joey then stops him and says, Then what did you mean? And then Pacey says, Let me put it this way. And then kisses her. Let's just stop right here before she actually pushes him. But I love the fact that he kisses her. Like, he knew what he wanted. And he went off and he kissed her. Like... Good job, Pacey. I am proud of you. But sadly, Joey did not feel the same way because she pushes him away and says, Oh, and keep in mind, this will come back to honest later. And he says, and then Joey says, Pacey, jeez, what the hell was that for? And Pacey then awkwardly laughs and says, Well, if I have to explain myself, it clearly didn't have the desired effect. All I can think about is the first kiss they had in season 3 because this kiss wasn't exactly 
like one of those la di da di like in the moment kiss but it really did came back to at this moment joey did not feel the same way however in season three she did feel the same way and i feel like when you put those things together it really shows how much pacey did care for joey this whole entire time like no one can convince me obviously there was andy and i feel like when at that moment, he was kind of moving on, and there was, like, Andy was gone. But the moment that Andy was gone and their relationship ended, Pacey went back to Joey. And I find that kind of funny because everyone was like, oh, well, Andy Andy was still in the picture in season two. Like, he probably didn't like Joey then. Well, probably not, but this, this shows that Pacey was rejected by Joey. And obviously, he wasn't going to mope about the whole season, too. Like, he had to move on eventually. And we know Pacey's strategy to moving on from a girl. He said to Dawson earlier, like, you have to move on to show that, to show Jim, like, you're done and you're over her. And I feel like once Pacey realized that he couldn't get Joey, that's where he decided to continue going on with his life. And I feel like that's a great skill. Like, he didn't mope over it. We already know how Joey feels about guys moping over girls. And this moment right here is just so perfect to me. And no one can convince me otherwise. It, I love how Pacey's like, it didn't have the desired effect. And then Joey then says, why in the world would you... I mean, I guess I know why would you, but... I guess you know, I know why... But, why would you? And then Pacey then smiles at her a little and says, Why was it? Because I had a really nice t time today. And because it's... And today... That it stated my wildest expectations. I was flattered, confused, surprised, and attracted. And then Joey smiles down at him. Joey smiles down and Pacey looks at her and says, You... And I love how she smiles at this because I feel like even though Pacey and Joey weren't meant to be at this time, there was something going on in this moment where Joey was flattered. And Joey says, well, confused and surprised. And Pacey then looks disappointed as he says not. And then Joey then apologizes and Pacey shakes his head and says, it's okay. I can deal with the rejection part pretty, pretty upwardly. And I love how Joey just gives him this soft smile, and then she just, like, the two of them just stand there till Pacey says, just as long as we don't extend this aw very awkward moment any longer than we need to. And Joey then looks up at him and says, good night, okay, good night, Pacey. And then she touches his arm and says, I had a really nice time with you today. And I love how Pacey just stared at her hand. As he was touching, as she was touching him, like, I thought that was the cutest thing ever, where he just looks down at her arm, just like, uh-oh, okay. And then she pulls back her hand and says, see ya. And Pacey looks disappointed as Joey is about to, as Joey is about to walk in. He says, Joe. And she says, yeah. And he says, if by some slim chance you kissed me back, would, you would probably be thinking about someone else, right? And Joey says nothing as she closes her eyes and then walks away. And he is left there with the song, She's the One. And you guys know 
the lyrics to this. She's, I was her, she was me, and then it goes on to Dawson. But then, I just, I just want to point out again, this song really, really goes back. And I love how Dawson, how Pacey just stands there for a quick second, but then he walks away. That's it, Chuck. And I'm really curious how Pacey reacted to the situation with his family and stuff. Did he tell Gretchen? Like, did he tell anyone about this? However, as soon as I said that, it was this next scene. And we all know this scene. Where we see scene 5 of Pacey. We didn't see Pacey working when Dawson comes in and says, Good, Pacey, you're here. So listen, what we talked about earlier, what you asked me, I changed my mind. I don't think you should do it. And Pacey just sits there with his feet out, confused, and then kind of gives this laugh as he says, First off, you're going to have to refresh my memory so we're on the same page here. Then say, you know what I'm talking about, Pacey. And Pacey then blinks and goes, Joey, you don't want me to kiss Joey? Oh, you see... You seem a little worked up about this, Dawson. I don't know how to break this to you. And Dawson then says, break what to me? And Pacey says, well, you're a little too late. And I hate how Dawson sounds so heartbroken, like, you kissed her. Like, no, like, first of all, you gave him permission to kiss her. Like, obviously he was going to kiss her. And <sighs> just it just makes me so mad how, like, first of all, Dawson just walks in and goes, good, Pacey, you're here. Like, huh? And then he doesn't even say hi or how'd it go. Like, he wasn't chill about it whatsoever. And I get that he was all heartbroken about it, and I probably would have reacted the same way. But obviously Pacey was going to go after her if he asked permission. And was it going to go well? No, but pa Dawson should have asked something. Like, how'd it go? Or... Wadi-da-di-da, and been a supportive best friend, but no, he was like, you kissed her? And it kind of shows that boys can get jealous as well. And Pacey says, well, yeah, not only that, she kissed me back. Right there in the front seat of the little family truck. We played tonsil hockey for an hour. She invited me in, but it, but it was getting a little late, so I didn't. And then he, like, he's walking to the back, and I love how he... Somewhere along those lines, he, like, poked back his head, and it was very funny to me. But she's cooking for me tomorrow. She says she wants to cook dinner for me for the right man. She said that she always wanted to cook dinner for the right man. You should come. We're thinking about heading to this cozy little B&B up to the coast and spending some quality time this weekend. I love how Pacey mentioned the little B&B because he did not realize that Joey's family was actually going to own a B&B. Dawson then stares at him and goes, You're so full of it. And Pacey says, Yes, I am. And Dawson chuckles a little and then looks down as Pacey says, And so are you. Like, thank you, Pacey. This is one fact about Pacey always calling the right people out at the given time. And he stands up and says, You know, it's time you start asking yourself some serious questions, Dawson. Because you what?" Because you would sauce way too much in energy on this girl you call your friend. So you know what? 
let, let's set the, rec the, the record straight here. Who's it going to be? Is it Jen or is it Joey? Do you like the blonde or do you like the brunette? These questions are not going to go away, Dawson. It's time you prove some answers. Can I just say that he sounds so annoyed saying all of this so... Like, I love how he sounds so annoyed when he says, Who's it going to be, Dawson? And I love how they were trying to make it a love triangle, but really failed the whole show. Because then it just became Pacey, Dawson, and Joey's love triangle instead of Jen, Dawson, and Joey's love triangle. I mean, there was two love triangles going on, but we really focused on... Pacey and Dawson, obviously, because look at this podcast right here. It's really basically comparing them two. And I feel like at this moment, Pacey knew all along that Dawson was never going to decide. And when you really look at the things that Pacey has done for the past 10 episodes versus what have Dawson has done for the last 10 episodes... Pacey was always the one to encourage Dawson to kiss Joey. Like, he did that there and in the episode, Detention. I feel like it would have been a little bit, like, kind of... I feel like that's the difference. Because when we saw the Detention kiss, like, there was obviously some chemistry going on between Dawson and Joey. But when we went over here and we saw this scene of Pacey actually going for Joey and going for what he wanted and it really shows that in this scene he was annoyed because why wouldn't you be annoyed your best friend walks up to you says don't kiss her but you already kissed her and she rejected you so you have to make this big thing up because pacey being pacey and i feel like this is where pacey just and his emotions as much as he has good emotions a lot of the time like i said earlier he does come a little bit shy to his emotions because no matter what Pacey wanted the best for his two best friends he didn't want to step on any toes and then Dawson comes over like actually you are stepping on my toes and it makes me so mad because Pacey wasn't actually talking behind Joey's back he just wanted her he just wanted Dawson's permission at that moment before he did anything because when you think about someone who you really care about and you don't want to hurt them the last thing that Pacey ever wanted to do was hurt Dawson. Even, like, with the episodes later in season three, like, the last thing he ever wanted to do was hurt Dawson, but then Dawson keeps putting himself in situations like this, and I feel like that's why Pacey never really did the things that he wanted to do. So, that's the end of this episode. Can I just say, again, it's one of my favorite episodes, and we learn a lot about how Pacey's going to react to different situations in the future. But in all honesty, you guys, my favorite songs are in this episode. It's on my playlist. Actually, I unhearted everything that was on my playlist, but it used to be on my playlist, and that's why I love this. And I've been excited for this episode for like 10 episodes. And now I'm excited for episode 13. But if you have not subscribed to the YouTube channel, definitely go subscribe. If you have not followed my Instagram, go follow it, Witter and Potter and Pacey Witter episodes. And make sure you tell me what you think about this. If you are listening on YouTube, in the comments below, give this a like. And I will 
see you next week for episode 11. So, I hope you guys have a great week. Bye!